Welcome to Signal from the Noise by Podcast Notes, the best ideas from the world's best podcasts in minutes. Please enjoy the notes from David Lieberman, How to Never Be Lied to Again, The Learning Leader Show with Ryan Hawk, number 517. Check out the Learning Leader Show episode page and show notes. Key books mentioned. Recommended reading, Mind Reader by David Lieberman. Offers insights into deciphering what people really think, want, and are. Only a small portion was covered in the conversation, much more to explore. Intro David Lieberman is a psychotherapist and author with an impressive background that includes 11 books, featuring New York Times bestsellers Get Anyone to Do Anything and Never Be Lied to Again. David has extensive experience training personnel in the U.S. military, FBI, CIA, and NSA. This conversation explores topics such as fostering genuine confidence, tackling imposter syndrome, comprehending the reasons behind people speaking negatively about others, and how leaders can adopt a different approach. Worried your boss is a narcissist? Don't worry, we got you covered. The conversation also includes strategies for handling a narcissistic boss. Host, Ryan Hawk, Ryan, Hawk 12. How do you know when someone's lying directly to your face? Advantages of using body language for detecting lies popular and provides a degree of confidence slash security. Disadvantages of relying solely on body language. Outdated reliance on body language, for example, crossed arms, scratching nose, looking away. Sophisticated liars avoid obvious tells. Psycholinguistics. Unconscious language usage is a window into a person's personality. Monitoring language can provide insights into others' intentions. Example of a marker for detecting lies. How people use pronouns. Research shows that when a person believes in what they're saying, they're more likely to take ownership by including pronouns like I, me, my in the sentence. If the pronoun is left out, there is a greater likelihood that the person may not believe in what they are saying as much. Example, I like your presentation versus nice presentation. Removing the linguistic I may indicate a lack of belief in the statement. Language and leadership, effective communication and empathy. Language and leadership. Good leaders take ownership with inclusive pronouns like we. Ryan's pet peeve, managers or leaders saying I told them what to do instead of we. Effective leaders foster a sense of unity and teamwork. Leadership language examples. Poor leadership, you need to figure this out. Great leadership, we're going to figure this out. Some leaders may be unaware of the impact of their language choices. I or me statements. Avoid using you to prevent defensiveness. Take ownership of feelings and thoughts. Examples. I'm having a hard time with this versus you made a mistake. Establishing connection. Use empathy and validation to connect with team members. Remember, people don't care what you know till they know that you care. Empathy and validation example. Empathize with a team member's situation and validate their experience. Example, acknowledge their hard work and dedication before addressing unfinished assignments. Actionable tips for effective communication. Connect through empathy and validation before giving feedback. Avoid using accusatory language. Ask about progress or the situation instead of blaming. Aim to improve relationships rather than damage them. 
bluffing in poker and its relation to lying in real life. Bluffing in poker. Ryan is a lot less nervous when bluffing with a bad hand than when betting with a good hand. Good hand, multiple possibilities and calculations go through the head, fear of making a mistake and losing potential winnings. Bad hand, binary choice, either bluff or fold, less at stake. Outside of poker, bluffing slash lying involves managing impressions and serving personal agendas. Telling the truth doesn't involve managing impressions, just sharing the story. Benefit of telling the truth, no need to remember a story, reduces chances of messing up or being inconsistent. Law enforcement asks people to retell their story to look for inconsistencies. Difficult to keep track of details when making up a story. Deliberate actions to give an opposite impression. Good hand deliberate before putting in money to give the impression of a bad hand. Bad hand put in money quickly to give the impression of a good hand. Perception management. People often try to manage their perception in various aspects of life by giving off an impression that is opposite to what is really true. Developing a sixth sense. Over time, being able to detect when someone is trying to deceive you becomes integrated. Initially, there is a learning curve where you may become paranoid about everything. Once integrated, you are calmer and can filter out who may be trying to deceive you. This sense allows for better decision-making and avoidance of being deceived. Friendships and relationships. Being able to detect deception can potentially make it harder to develop friendships. It's important to remember that you can't hold someone accountable for their thoughts. However, the ability to detect deception also allows for a better understanding of human nature. This understanding can lead to more forgiving and accepting relationships. Having this sense can make it harder for someone to do something unforgivable because you have a better understanding of their motivations and intentions. Is there ever a good time to lie? Balancing honesty and tact. Being brutally honest can hurt people's feelings. Prioritize maintaining peace and being smart in relationships. Situational awareness. Understand the person, their emotional state, and the relationship dynamics. Timing is critical for delivering feedback. Providing feedback. Offer genuine feedback when asked, but do so kindly and constructively. Credibility is established when honest feedback is given consistently. Knowing when to moderate responses. Understand the difference between when someone wants genuine feedback or confirmation of their choice. Adjust responses based on the context and the person's needs. Example. Your friend has recently purchased a new outfit for an upcoming event and is excited to show it to you. They try it on and ask, what do you think of my new outfit? In this situation, since your friend has already made the purchase and is excited about their choice, they might be looking for confirmation and reassurance rather than genuine feedback. Instead of pointing out any flaws or suggesting alternative outfits, you could moderate your response by saying, I can see why you chose that outfit, it suits your style, and the color looks great on you. This way, you provide positive reinforcement while still being honest about your opinion. How do you differentiate between a psychopath, sociopath, and a narcissist? Narcissist. Seeks connection but struggles to form and maintain relationships. Has low self-esteem and needs constant validation from others. May exhibit grandiosity, entitlement, and a lack of empathy. 
manipulative and often exploits others to meet their own needs. Signs excessive self-importance, need for admiration, lack of empathy, and difficulty handling criticism. Sociopath. Lacks a conscience and sees others as tools or vessels. Result of a traumatic and chaotic upbringing slash environment. Impulsive, manipulative, and deceitful. Disregards the feelings and rights of others. Signs disregard for social norms, dishonesty, deceitfulness, impulsivity, and lack of remorse for their actions. Psychopath. Also lacks a conscience and views people as objects to be used. Believed to be born with abnormal brain wiring. More calculated, controlled, and predatory than sociopaths. Capable of blending into society and may appear charming or charismatic. Signs superficial charm, manipulativeness, lack of empathy, inability to form deep emotional bonds, and absence of guilt or remorse for their actions. While all three personality types can be harmful and difficult to deal with, the primary difference is that narcissists still seek connection, whereas sociopaths and psychopaths do not. Additionally, sociopaths develop due to their environment, while psychopaths are believed to have a genetic predisposition. Working for a narcissistic boss. Scary and challenging. Important to manage the situation without quitting. Be smart. Understand the psychology of a narcissist. Low self-esteem compensation for guilt, inferiority, and shame. Not filled with self-love as it may appear. Feed the monster. Genuine compliments, praise, appreciation, acknowledgement. Ask for their advice and opinions. They won't change just because you withhold adulation. Make them feel good. Become a conduit for their positive feelings. Less likely to turn on you if they see you as a source of good feelings. Give credit even when undeserved. Short-term strategy to maintain a positive work environment. It allows you to accomplish more without seeking recognition. Constant fuel needed. Narcissist's need for adulation burns quickly. Giving credit showcases your leadership. People admire those who give credit to others. Indicates ownership of the success, even if you give it away. Be curious instead of judgmental. Learn from the situation and the narcissist's behavior. Apply lessons to other aspects of life. Recognize the temporary nature of the situation. Use strategies to make the job and life easier. Learn and grow from the experience. Understanding the impact of negative gossip. Quote, people do not seem to realize that their opinion of the world is also a confession of character. Ralph Waldo Emerson. People see the world as a reflection of themselves. How others treat you reflects their emotional health, not your worth. Negative speaking behind someone's back can orient you to see negativity in others. Negative gossip and its effects. Common among children and adults. Reflects a person's insecurities and desire for validation. Indicates a need to control social dynamics by spreading information. Parenting foundations. Encourage honesty and communication. Introduce the concept of pleading the fifth as an alternative to lying. Encourage speaking positively about others. Helps children develop empathy and compassion. Focused on appreciating the best qualities in others, themselves, and the world. Leadership Perspective
avoid talking negatively about employees to maintain trust. Foster a supportive and collaborative work environment. Encourage open communication and feedback. Default setting, speak kindly about others. Actively look for and share positive qualities with others. Give genuine compliments and praise when deserved. Encourage others to do the same. Positivity attracts people. Humble and supportive leaders are more approachable. Negativity and ego can damage relationships and team dynamics. Normalization of negative talk. Culture of extremism and polarization. Increased intolerance and judgment of differing opinions. Dehumanization of those who hold opposing views. Emotional health and judgment. Ego-driven need to categorize and label others to feel secure. Vulnerability, honesty, and courage are needed for open conversations without assumptions. Develop an open mindset and focus on understanding others instead of judging them. Strategies for promoting positivity. Model positive behavior and communication. Encourage and praise acts of kindness and empathy. Create opportunities for team building and collaboration. Foster a growth mindset and focus on personal development. Establish a safe space for sharing thoughts and feelings without judgment. Ego versus self-esteem. Ego versus self-esteem. Self-esteem, degree of self-love and worthiness. Ego, false self, compensates for guilt, inferiority, and shame. Inversely related, as self-esteem decreases, ego expands. Ego's effects. Blocks perspective. This leads to black and white thinking, judgment, and taking things personally. Difficulty accepting responsibility and fault. High self-esteem and humility. Recognizes personal greatness without feeling superior to others. Willingness to learn and grow. Attracts others due to authenticity. Confidence versus self-esteem. Confidence, effectiveness and comfort in a certain area or skill. Self-esteem, degree of self-love and worthiness. Different aspects of a person's sense of self. Example of humility in a mentor. Recognizes own knowledge and expertise but remains humble. Admits to not having all the answers. Genuinely seeks to learn and improve. Low self-esteem and high confidence. This can result in arrogance and obnoxious behavior. An identity built around specific talents or attributes. Lacks a developed sense of self and self-worth. Quote, when you've got somebody with low self-esteem but high confidence, that's going to produce the most arrogant, obnoxious guy in the room because his whole identity is built around the fact that he's smart or he's good-looking or he's talented in a certain area, but he has no developed sense of self and certainly no appreciation of his self-worth. David Lieberman Navigating Imposter Syndrome and Building Genuine Confidence Building Confidence Develop talents and skills to become more effective in a certain area. Practice and experience are key. Building Self-Esteem Make choices that align with values and promote self-respect. Avoid overindulging in ego or bodily excesses. Act with congruence and authenticity. Imposter syndrome. More related to self-esteem than confidence. Feeling unqualified in a position despite being qualified. Comes from a fear of being found out. 
Normal doubts versus imposter syndrome. Normal doubts stem from learning curves and new challenges. Imposter syndrome is a persistent fear of being discovered as a fraud. Dealing with imposter syndrome. Acknowledge that doubts and uncertainty are normal. Be open to making mistakes and learning from them. Focus on personal growth and self-worth. Importance of humility and vulnerability. Willingness to admit mistakes and learn from them. Allows for growth and improvement. Recognizes that failure is a part of the learning process. Challenges of being the dumbest person in the room. Humbling experience when transitioning to a new role or industry. Requires vulnerability and a willingness to learn. Having self-esteem helps to face these challenges and grow. How can you tell if somebody is genuinely interested in you? Identifying if somebody is genuinely interested in you. Consistent engagement in conversation, showing enthusiasm. Actively listening, asking follow-up questions, and expressing curiosity. Positive body language, such as facing toward you, maintaining eye contact, and mirroring your gestures. Initiating contact or seeking opportunities to spend time together. Responding on time to messages or calls. Obstacles to recognizing interest or lack of interest. Personal biases, desires, or wishful thinking may cloud judgment. Difficulty in accepting reality especially when it involves rejection or unrequited feelings. Overanalyzing or misinterpreting signals. Importance of objectivity in assessing interest. Being honest with oneself and considering the situation from a neutral perspective. Differentiating between reality and one's own desires or expectations. Evaluating the consistency of someone's behavior to make a more informed judgment. Indicators of disinterest. Lack of engagement in conversation, short or vague responses. Polite yet unenthusiastic communication, minimal effort to continue the conversation. Little to no curiosity, follow-up, or attempts to get to know you better. Avoiding eye contact, closed body language, or physically distancing themselves. Infrequent or delayed responses to messages or calls. The role of friendship and support in recognizing interest. Friends can provide an outside perspective, highlighting potential blind spots. Encouragement to face reality, accept the situation and adjust expectations accordingly. Helping to process emotions and offer support during challenging situations. Sharing experiences and insights to better understand the dynamics of interest and attraction. Commonalities among high-level leaders. Commonalities among sustained high-level leaders. Humility is a crucial trait. Acknowledging mistakes and taking ownership. Sharing credit with others. Performing tasks that may be considered beneath their position. High self-esteem allowing for genuine connections with others. Challenges to humility and leadership. Arrogant or obnoxious leaders may still rise to the top due to talent or skills. Balancing humility with the need to present a strong, competent image. Ensuring that humility does not become self-deprecation. The appeal of humble leaders. Easier to work with and promote. Better people skills and social intelligence. More effective in their positions. Willingness to recognize weaknesses and, when necessary, share them with others.
Examples of Humble Leaders Robert Kennedy After the Bay of Pigs Fiasco Athletes Admitting to Their Mistakes in High-Pressure Situations The Importance of Responsibility and Accountability in Leadership Desire to Work With and Follow Those Who Take Responsibility for Their Actions Preference for Those Who Can Admit to and Apologize for Mistakes Humble Leaders Create an Environment of Trust and Openness Impact of admitting mistakes on a leader's reputation. Gains respect and admiration from others. Demonstrates strength of character and authenticity. Fosters a culture of accountability and personal growth. Life advice for college graduates. Pursue passion in a field that contributes positively to the world. Avoid choosing a career solely for monetary reasons. Focus on fulfillment rather than potential burnout or midlife crisis. Don't get too caught up in image or ego. Don't base career choices on what others may think or say. Ego-driven decisions can drain your authentic self. Pursue genuine passion for long-term satisfaction. Prevent feeling stuck by ensuring your actions are consistent with your values. That wraps up the notes for this episode. Five-star ratings are very much appreciated. Don't forget to go to podcastnotes.org and subscribe to our free newsletter. The Top 10 Ideas of the Week. Every Monday.